Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And in case you guys didn't notice yesterday in your podcast feed, as discussed last week, we were live on the Wreck My Podcast. Not live. Uh, no, 100% live. <laughs> no. It was recorded live. We were live in person when we did it. Maybe maybe we didn't, maybe we weren't live when it hit your, your feed, but we were live when we did it. So we were live on a podcast with Wreck My Podcast, which was released yesterday, where we discussed Chris's newest movie of 2020, Top Gun. So how, okay, just so I'm clear here, how could we have been recorded not live? We could have all recorded separately. But that's what we did. Right. We are recording separately. Yeah, that's, what, that's part of the, the gimmick whole, behind drinking alone. The whole alone premise of the podcast. Listen, we all record gi- separately together. You're not giving enough credit to what we did. You're, you're harping on words. Fine. We we were yesterday. If you notice on the wreck my podcast feed, we were a guest member on the show as we reviewed Top Gun, Chris's newest movie of 2020. Are, are we happy now? That's right. Is it better or worse than Chappie? Our official uh, podcast of the our official it, movie of the podcast. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, nothing than is Chappie. ever better than Chappie. Um, Chappie is one of the all time greats. Uh, like you know, you you think of you think of the greatest movies of all time, and you think of uh the one with the sled, the one with the, the rosebud one. You think yep. of the 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 guy guy gets on the plane one. So Citizen Kane. Oh, the next one yeah, is guy gets on the plane. You, kid. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Here's looking at you. Yep. That's the one. And then you think of Titanic, probably, maybe. I don't know. And yep. no. but above them all, <laughs> rating supreme is Chappie. <laughs> but you know, I did so, watch Top. Gun. So on the scale of one to ten, where one is Titanic and ten <laughs> is Chappie, <laughs> is one. So is this like the the all time greatest movie scale? And Titanic <laughs> is the worst, best all time. <laughs> How good is Top Gun? Um, let me see. Okay, what's a five on this scale? I need to know. Five's a, a Casablanca. Okay, okay. And then Avengers Endgame's a three, and... Uh, Gone with the Wind is a seven. Gone with the Wind is... Avengers Endgame is a three and a seven. And Moana uh, is a nine. Moana's a nine? Oh, boy. Um, let me see. It's probably... I'd give it. I'd give it a solid three. Yeah, okay. On a big scale. You could have said literally any number, and I I I wouldn't know what to say. But uh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I did watch Top Gun. That's why you see the the aviators and the flight jacket. Big big poster of the volleyball scene behind me now, you know. I I was wondering when you signed on today and you pulled the aviators off and you said, I feel the need. The need for speed. Where you were going with this conversation? Yeah, it's no a one. New no luck. They they both were like, "What is he talking about?" I've never heard anyone say that before in my life. He's such a trendsetter. <laughs> well, if you really want to know what we thought of the movie, you can't find out here. Right. You have no. to Correct. go. You have to go in your podcast app to wreck my podcast uh, with our great friend Jordan. And that's wreck with a W. Wreck my podcast. Latest episode. Just check it out. Um, I thought we did pretty good. I think I think Jordan would want us back again sometime. I hope so. Jordan and I have already been in discussions to be a permanent, you know, co-host on the podcast. Oh, so you're doing wreck my drinking alone with friends, where you wreck Correct. our podcast to steal one of the co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're at. He was just so infatuated with the sexy voice and the beard that he was like, "Hey, you know what? You know what wreck my podcast needs 
a guy who really likes beer and has an awesome beard and the sexiest voice out of the three of you guys? Mm, I don't know about the last one. That one's debatable. I, I think it's been proven by the listeners. No, no. It was one person two years ago who I don't even think <laughs> listens to the show anymore. That's okay. It, you know what? Has anybody ever came out and said that you had the sexiest voice in the podcast? No. Fortunately, Todd has a think very, of... very small, normal-sized ego, so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But, yeah, so listeners write in and tell me how beautiful my voice is in comparison to Todd. <laughs> okay, and, and, and with that, my name's Chris. No, no one's going to vote for you. I, I can guarantee no one's... I'm going to delete all the emails. <laughs> I mean, I mean... Yeah, email. I am in creative control of the podcast now that I edit, so I can just move Tud's pitch up three octaves. So. <laughs> Hello. That is true, yes. You have all of the power. That's right. But you know what else gives us power? Just like drinking Chappie. That, drinking that good fermented grain stuff. Fermented grain stuff. The beer. Everybody's favorite. So anybody want to lead off to this I week? I would love to lead off. Sweet. Yeah. What you got? Um, you know what? I I even feel bad saying this, but I really expected some some sound effects between the beginning of the episode and now. Hit us with that well, classic. Hit us with that gong for starting the beer reviews. That's well. That's that's not that's not the beer review sound. It's the beer review sound is this one. That's right. What was the gong? Was the gong handles then? The gong is handles. Oh, okay. Obviously. Duh. Gotcha, bitch. So, <laughs> I'm re- immediately regretting saying anything. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, I think they were, listeners, I think they were both impressed that for the first week since the soundboard came, that this, it's actually working as it should. I know. I know. It's working so well we forgot it was there for a second. But we were <laughs> all reminded by Dave Chappelle. Don't! That was Obert's mind as he reminded me. Exactly. So this week... On the podcast, I'm bringing a beer called Collective Effervescence from a brewery out of Missoula called Imagination or Imagination Brewing. I can't remember if I've talked about them on the podcast. I think I've talked about them, but I don't think I've brought any of their beer because only their cans are not available widely. So I was able to get my hands on some. This is a DDH double dry hopped West Coast double India pale ale. So yeah. I poured it out here before the episode. Definitely get that strong dry hop aroma of a double IPA, of a dry hopped IPA. It's very golden straw colored. Very Lots golden of golden straw. straws. Very hazy. Um, you know, I'm definitely, we're all haze boys here on the pod, not to no one's yeah. surprise. And I think we all agree that East Coast is better at making IPAs than West Coast. But yeah, you heard it here first, people. East Coast is better than West Coast and everything. That's. Todd's opinion by himself. So, <laughs> so without further ado, I'm going to dig into this collective effervescence. And it, I think it's kind of funny because I think this is either. Oh, okay. I was like, "What's happening? What is happening right now?" It's the soundboard. No, but I think Ober, you mentioned in a previous episode, like not that long ago, that d- you don't see DDH very often in Montana. No, you don't. And no, you this don't. is the second one in just a few weeks. Well, I. I went to shout out to uh, Big Head's Bottle Shop in Missoula. Stopped in there. I went in and I said, "Give me all the hazy IPAs that you got that I can't get <laughs> up by me." So that's fair. This was one of them. This was one of them. 
The other one was last week's from Billings. But uh, I, I'm really digging this beer. You know, for a West Coast IPA, it has a lot of floral notes. Not as bitey, piney as I would expect. Not, I mean, I don't know, says the bitterness on here. But it's not overwhelmingly bitter like some double IPA, especially West Coast double IPAs might be. Um, this is pretty smoothie, and it, but it does have that kind of cloying hop on the back of your throat. You know, when it's like a super hoppy beer, you can kind of feel the residue on your throat after you swallow. Mm, yeah. does have that, but not too much, just enough to like remind you of the flavor and, and leave it on your palate. I'm a, I'm a really big fan of this beer. Um, but bef- before I give the review, I wanted to talk a little bit about the brewery because they, they have a very strong social mission. And I uh, let me quote from their website here. Well, actually, this is a uh, let me quote from an article on craftbeer.com. So it's a website about their website about the brewery. That's not their website, right? That this their website linked me to this article of about them on craftbeer.com, where they interviewed the owners. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So it's just to give you the cliff notes of the article. It seems like the founders spent a lot of time around the world in conflict zones places like south sudan lebanon georgia azerbaijan um and they they decided they needed a change from all that and they started this brewery imagination and one of the big focuses of theirs was community transformation so they opened a 500 foot classroom basically uh for, and they call it the Center for Community Transformation. So it even says on the side of their can right here, um, they have hosted over 3,500 community events, supported 500 organizations, and they give 25% of the profits donated back to these organizations. I know they're a big uh, LGBT ally. That's a, a big part of their mission. And this was one of the first breweries I stopped at when I moved to Montana. I was on my road trip from Connecticut, it's like a 40-hour drive, so I did it in four days. And Missoula's less than three hours from where I live now in Whitefish. So I was the final stretch. I said, you know what? Let me stop for a beer. Spice. Um, so right when I walked in, it definitely struck me as a really cool scene. Um, and you can tell they give a lot back to their community. I've since gone back now in the warmer weather, and they have a really cool outdoor area as well. I think there's even a, like a creek right behind the brewery. Uh, very cool, very cool spot. And one other thing I want to note is we're fans of Tavor here on the brewery. Can't get it in Montana, but can't get it in Connecticut. Chris has gotten a box. Yeah, but I don't think I can technically sign up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tavor, Hatch, you know what? Hashtag Tavor. Let's get on this. I know, right? They gotta, they gotta get beers to me because they on their blog they have 10 rising brewery stars on the hazy ipa scene and imagination which is two words by the way imagination uh made it on their list i think it's on the second one on their list so that's pretty cool. cool i can see why because it's a delicious hazy ipa and now because we're a beer podcast and the listeners are probably wondering what else made this list or should we hold off till after beer reviews and discuss that uh, yeah, we could do that. I could come back to this list, especially because it says here that uh, they're all small batch and their beers rarely leave their home states. So I'm assuming we haven't heard of most of these. Yeah, but let's... Who knows? I haven't, I haven't scrolled all the way through the list, so maybe it'll be fun to read after the beer reviews. Yeah, let's discuss that in like 10 minutes. 
or 15 okay. minutes. Okay, I like your optimism of how fast we're going to get through these beer reviews. But uh, <laughs> So back to that. I'm going to give this beer, this is a 4.0. I really wanted to give it a four and a quarter. It's, it's not quite there, but it's very, very good. Okay. It sounded really good. Yeah, and um, I think the Untapped Diverse is going to give it a 4.12. So close, um, but not close, but no cigar. Out of 36 check-ins, this beer has a 4.29 rating. So people really like it. Mm. All 12 wow. of us. 39. Oh, I thought you said 12. <laughs> no, has has 39 check-ins. All right. So all two score of us really like this beer. Well, yes, yes. Because after it you check it in, yeah, that'll be 40. I check it in. Exactly. Correct. It took, it took me a little bit to figure out <laughs> what that was. That's, and isn't it, is it four score? Four score would be 80. Oh, okay. You're thinking of the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> I thought scores were 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 ten year increments. So I'm just bad at scores. How did they even get the name scores? Somebody was keeping score, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um. All right. Crazy. Well, play us that sound effect. That means it's Chris's turn to drink a beer. <laughs> uh. Okay. The Chris's turn to time to drink a beer sound effect. Everybody knows that one. Charge into my into my beer room. Charge is that charge two? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that the baseball sound? Uh, it's it's one of them. Okay. Charge. Okay. All right, we're gonna charge into this. Uh, I was walking through the grocery store today and I specifically was like, I need to get beer and seltzers because hashtag Tudfit, I am trying to get hashtag Tudfit and the seltzers locale option for 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 my stream. But anywho, and this right, we talked about the the O fifteen system last week. Yeah, the O fifteen system, which I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm abiding to, you know, I've I've lost a ton of weight. So I'm super jacked now. You can't see it because it's a podcast, but you know uh, live on this podcast i'm announcing <laughs> that i am super jacked now um but this one jumped out at me uh it's by Kataba brewing company which we've all been to in Asheville, and it is their lemon ginger zombie white ale Ooh. so yeah Ooh. um can art is pretty cool it's got the zombie That's a, it's a pretty cool can art he's wearing a lemon hat he is wearing he is wearing a lemon hat. Yes, there's ginger there. Um, so, so this is a locale offering. No, 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 the, no, no. The seltzers were the locale offering. This is a real, a real time beer. Oh, but the seltzers went nowhere in this conversation. They were okay. kind of like a happy bonus. Okay. Which brewery in Asheville was Catawba? Remember when you were really drunk between <laughs> the one brewery and the other brewery? It was that one. They had no. The, it was really noisy. It was the one that was attached to uh, the barbecue place. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where yeah. we played, we played cards over in the corner, and you know, hung out, and we were drunk at that brewery. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we also were about to have the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. So, um, anywho, anywho, uh, for those of you that don't know, I have had. If you dig back into the catalog, I've I've had this on not this. I've had. Kataba on the brewery bef- on the podcast before uh, I had their Hop Nest Monster a long time ago. Well, um, I remember that. That was a good yeah. one. I remember that one. Yeah, and uh, they do release a zombie white ale, or maybe it's white zombie, something like that. That I didn't really care for. 
So, but when I saw lemon ginger, I'm like, man, that's it's hot. It it was a beautiful like 75 degree day, low humidity. I'm like, sounds like a perfect today beer. I'm so, so if you don't like this beer, we should have you stand up and walk outside and try the beer again, and then mm. walk back inside and tell us if your opinion changes. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good point. We'll we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll see how we'll see if outside makes it better. Um, but as you can see. Uh, it's got a little bit of a haze to it. Nice, a little clear, but it's a little hazy. It's like on a scale of zero to ten. It's it's like lemony colored. <laughs> it's like yeah, lemony back colored. to what we did said last week. It's a yeah. lemon colored beer. Lemon colored, which makes sense. Lemon ginger. Uh, smelling it, I it, I get very excited because it does smell very good. Uh, you get more lemon, but you can definitely tell there's a ginger just hiding underneath there. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Let's get into this thing. See how see how it looks or how. How it looks with my with my mouth eyes. <laughs> I literally thought you cracked a can. I did too. I, <laughs> oh, I thought, was that, that was a sound effect? Yeah. That was a sound was... effect. That was to transition us into Chris's beer review. Yeah, but it also violates Chris's copyrights that he has. So That's also true. Oren, where are you? <laughs> we need the cat lawyer. We need the cat lawyer back. Wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> that is a throwback. Holy crap. That's from like Tennessee House, man. We have oh, listeners that like have no idea what the hell we're talking about right now. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. Like how we have so many throwbacks and everybody's like, what the hell's going on? Anywho. <laughs> um, so this is this is very good. Um, it's it's definitely it's odd. It's it's odd. It's not something I've had before. Even like if you think of like a shandy, like shandies are uh I think they're relatively sweet. Um, but the ginger in this really adds like a nice bite to it. Mm. and even though on the nose you get i get a decent amount of lemon um it's it's not overpowering uh the 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 lemon is not that overpowering so random question for our connecticut new england listeners they would know have you ever had a fisher's island lemonade like from a fair no they it's like a they can them and it's it's a it's a hard alcoholic lemonade but it has a really nice ginger bite and it sounds a lot like what you're describing. No, I have not had that. Todd, have you had that? Except for it's a malt liqueur. I've had a sip of one. I can't say that I've ever decided to drink. They're really the good. One. They're kind of pricey, but they're they're tasty. I sh- you should bring it on the pod. They they are like fifteen dollars for a four pack of twelve ounce cans. Yeah, but they're also a hard alcohol. So yeah, they're like they're like nine percent ABV. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. to distract you i just wasn't sure if that was something you tried before no 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 it, it does it i haven't but it does sound a lot like what i'm experiencing right now yeah it's like the ginger is it adds just enough like bite to it and like a lemon you're not gonna you're gonna get a decent amount of bite from a lemon as it is but it adds like a nice uh counterbalance to like your lemon um it, there is a decent amount of bite to this beer so if you're not big into like really I'm not gonna. It's not super harsh, but I'm gonna say harsh, like harsh beers like that. Uh, I don't know what the IBUs are, but but it sounds like a very bitter, bitey beer. It it does. It definitely does have a bite to it. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. It's it's very very good, very tasty. Uh, not overpowering one way or the other. It is definitely an improvement from the regular white uh zombie or white zombie, whichever that one was. Uh, that one I that one was a little too plain for me. It was just a straight up white ale. Which I so, looked up. I gave a three two five when I rated it. So the, even the I didn't zombie. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, they, they. This is a this is a, a an improvement. Um, 
so if you if you like lemon and ginger and you you don't mind a little bit of a kick in the mouth uh you should you should try and look this find this beer uh it's very good nice and refreshing i could if it was if i went outside i'd probably still enjoy it i'm gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna give this you know i'm gonna give it a four uh and that's only that's because it's i mean it it's right up my alley but it's also like different i've never had something like this so you know uniqueness is playing a role it, it definitely wanted a few i was like 375 i'm like eh, i don't know four uh, i it, the uniqueness brought it up to a four um i don't think the untapped diverse is going to be anywhere near close to me i think this is a beer that i like and the untapped verse hates I don't know well, why. I'm like, okay. talking like three seven nine territory. We're talking like under three and a half. No, okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Three. They only disagree with me a little bit, Obert. Yeah. No. No. Well. No. <laughs> I hate. Hate is an over exaggeration. I'm gonna say three six two. That's my. That's my guess. Well, you got a pretty good taste for the untapped world here, but. Again, no cigars. We haven't given any cigars out on this podcast yet. Damn, I was hoping three, three five seven. Okay, all right, I was yeah, right. You were right yeah. there. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this is one of the beers that is very polarizing to some folks, but that's okay because it's more for me now. I mean, some people just don't like ginger, <laughs> like no matter what it is. That is that is very true. That's uh, I mean, ginger. I mean, I know Dana as a for instance doesn't like lemon very much. So I mean, it's like even that. You know, it it could be it could turn people off for sure. I but. do like how your reaction to finding out that it's an unpopular beer that you like is you will you can buy more of it now that <laughs> others won't drink it all. Right. <laughs> I, I was gonna hold. I was gonna hold back, but um, nah, it, it's good. I'm glad I have a six pack of it. I'll I'll say that. All right. Okay, so that means that I'm up. Yeah, Todd, your turn. So this week. I decided to bring a beer to the podcast that I don't, it's, it's name doesn't really quite fit how I feel, but it's uh thank you 2020 by main beer company. So the reason I bring that up is because I'm not really thankful for 2020. Yeah. Very kind of poor been, name. Yeah. I, I, that's, they that's they kind of missed the mark on that one. Well, they do a thank you beer every year. Yeah. Thank you is their anniversary beer, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yeah. So. Okay. It, they weren't necessarily thanking 2020, but again, not great. <laughs> yeah. I want to brew a beer called like FU 2020. Right. And just release it every year. <laughs> yeah, FU exactly. Have you tried the 2035 vintage of uh, FU 2020? <laughs> FU 2020? Like one of the, definitely the worst year of my lifetime, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I am enjoying I... all of the memes about how it's the worst year. <laughs> I want to be like, where it's like, like you know, like February wildfires, March coronavirus, you know, like the right the calendar memes. I want, I want to do somebody to brew a beer, like say, like you know, redo twenty twenty. There we go. Um, so this beer was brewed on May or bottled on May nineteenth. It got to my package store on May thirtieth, and here I am drinking it today. So quite, a very quite quick, a quick turnaround. Yes, a a quick turnaround, and that's why I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to have this beer sit in my fridge um, for a while. That way, it you know its flavor got changed. So I wanted to bring it to the podcast ASAP. So, what kind of beer is Thank You? So, Thank You Twenty Twenty is an IPA, and on the back it says Thank You is dedicated to all who enjoy our beer. 
They want to say thank you to their customers, nonprofit partners, employees, wholesalers, retailers, and everyone who continues to do what's right. Thank You 2020 is an IPA that features main-grown grains, experimental hop varieties, and it has aromas of mango, grapefruit, and lemon. Ooh. Um, have you had with, the thank you before? Other years? I believe. I thought for sure that I brought the thank you 2019 to the podcast last year. But I don't think the so. fact that you guys don't know or didn't know what it well, was. So some some of our co-hosts did. Some of our co-hosts did. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to name any names. But, uh. <laughs> um, so it's possible. Listeners, uh, you'll have to go back and uh, take a look. I, I, I expect we'll have some listener that will do it and let us know. We keep saying so, that, but we haven't gotten a lot of like correction emails in about Stuff we've done again. I'm going to start redoing handles until somebody calls me out on it. <laughs> uh, no no lie, that's one of my fears, that I've got to redo a handle I've already done. Yeah, I, me too, because I am so boring. I don't do anything, and I'm just like, oh, man, what TV show am I going to do today? Damn it. Uh... I, I almost made Brooklyn Nine-Nine a handle, and then I realized that Chris had done that like back in like episode three. Chris is like, this, my handle this week is Mobile Gasoline. Uh, I like them better than Shell. It makes your car run. I use it when I go to work every day. All right. So this beer, as you can see, it's not a hazy IPA. It is a very clear, you know, some would call it West Coast, but I'm going to call it a main beer company style clear type of beer because they don't make a hazy, they don't make hazy beers. Their beers are usually clean and filtered and crisp. That's um, right. I didn't even put the two and two together, but you're right. They they don't really they're not Hayes boys like us. They're uh, they're good though. Right. They may be considered one of the OG New England style IPA breweries, but they don't they don't make a what we would a quote unquote New England style beer. Um, on the nose, I get a ton of citrus. I'm really excited. This is this smells like it's going to be delicious. I might have to go back to Total Wine tomorrow and buy a whole bunch of bottles. How um, many did you buy? Just one. Just one. Oh. I'm I'm actually kind of upset that they might be gone by the time I get there. But I smell a lot of citrus, uh, particularly um, the mango definitely comes through. But you know, a little a little bit of lemon, uh, a little bit of lemon grass, if that makes any difference, because it it kind of smells like lemon, but then it kind of smells a little earthy. So I'm going to call that mm-hmm. lemon grass. Um, I didn't stick my nose in the beer this time, so that's pretty good. Yeah, there we go. Step in the right direction. So uh, let's let's take a sip and find out. Well, Todd takes a sip. Did you know that the chemical? That gives lemon its smell, and the chemical that gives lemongrass its smell is the same. It's called citrol. I did not know that. Didn't know that either. This is a, it's a very good beer. Um, extremely refreshing, extremely light. It's definitely got a lot of flavors of lemongrass. I'll, I'll definitely say lemongrass over lemon. Um, very slight hint of mango, but overall, it just tastes. It tastes like if you took. You guys both had that that Wolf's Neck IPA that I sent to you guys and brought to Chris. It kind of tastes like that, where it's just very crisp and refreshing and delicious. Um, wow, I could drink this for hours. This is it's amazing. You and guys should those, really get a bottle of this. Those main beers are, are bigger, right? They're larger bottles? They are larger bottles. Um, this is, it is 1.9 fluid ounces. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's that. They're that, not that ha- much Half bigger. liter bottle, right. Yeah, overall, it's 6.2% ABV. Um, it's, it's amazing. This is delicious. Uh, I think I nailed the flavor part profile perfectly it's not too it's not too deep to where you're trying to pick out different flavors and there's nothing coming through on the back end it's just got a very nice malt bill that comes across with a lemon lemongrass flavor that finishes smooth and refreshing i really wish i was actually i wish i was sitting out on my deck right now and it was 
you know, about 85 degrees outside, because this would be one of those beers that you'd just sit up there, drink, and be like, you know what? This is some great weather. Today was a good day. Today was a good beer drinking day. Um, I'm going to give this beer, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think it's just that crisp and refreshing. Wow. Um, it is a main beer company beer, so it's going to be higher on untapped. I'm going to say the rating will be a 4.18. Not, not quite. Uh, I think I a lot want... of people just didn't like the year 2020. To Honestly, the that, I was wondering if they were tanking the rating. Uh, because out of 264 check-ins, it's a 3.98. Ooh. So still, it's not bad, but that does seem pretty low for a main beer. But let's, 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 three, seven, five, four, three, seven, five, four. Yeah. Well, I think Darren W. said it the best, where it's like, thank you, but F you 2020. People seem to like it, just not, not, not quite as much as you, but that's okay. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to knock that up to the fact that it has 2020 in the name, and that just is going to lead people to not wanting it to be any good. Right. Probably. That's probably right. So now that the beer reviews are done. Yeah, you guys want to get back to that list? Let, yeah, let's kick back to that list. I'm kind of curious. Because, yeah, I, I read through it, and, uh, you know, this is this is some Tom and, and Pat and Brian level writing here. And Tim. And Tim. Tim don't forget Tim. Tim. Don't forget Tim. Yeah. Um. So I will just, I'm not going to read the entire article, I'll put it in the show notes, but I will clip some of the highlights from all 10 of these rising star breweries on the hazy IPA scene, which is the name of the article here. So first one on the list is Narrow Gauge Brewing Company from Florissant, Missouri. Um, fun fact about Missouri, pro tip for anybody addressing a letter to Montana Missouri is M-O, Montana is M-T. It'd be like writing a letter to Connecticut and calling it C-O. It's not. It's it's M-T like it's C-T. Anyway, <laughs> narrow gauge brewing company from Florissant. Fallen Flag, Cloud City, OJ Run. These are just a few of the endlessly juicy, impenetrably hazy IPAs that have made fans fall head over heels for this tiny Midwest brewery. Um, apparently, they don't even have the tap room yet. But it does say here that despite their small batch status, they beat out legends like Other Half, Weldworks, and Treehouse to earn the title of Best New England IPA Brewer in the Country in a nationwide poll by thefullpint.com. Wow. Now, how? I guess is well, my question. I've never been to thefullpint.com, but uh, all I know is if any of our listeners are in Missouri, driving through Missouri, can get this beer, I it sounds really good. I've got to try some. Mm. Well, and I think I think you run into the same thing, you know, with like we were talking about with the Great American Beer Festival, where there's a lot of East Coast bias, like people like you you hear all the time that the the East Coast doesn't win medals and stuff like that. I wonder if that's the same thing, like they're they're overhyped. So that's why they're not. I don't know. But yeah, just me. Just me thinking. Yeah, I'm just I'm just very I mean, good for them. And I hope the beer is fantastic. But like. That's really high praise to say, like, they're beating out the best breweries in the country. Yeah, for best hazy IPAs. IPA brewer in the country. Yeah. I mean, Missouri, right. Missouri isn't too, too big, too long of a drive. No. It's also. For Ober. They're, they're, I wonder if it's who it's closer to, me or Todd. I think it's about halfway. Do, do I not know where Missouri is on a map? I thought it was, like, right next door to you. No, just Montana and the Dakotas are very, very big states. <laughs> so, it, so it is 18 hours and 20 minutes for me, 1,200 miles. Okay, well, now you're going to make me check. Yeah, what's the name of this thing again? Well, this I just is... typed in Missouri. 
But yeah, let me type in the brewery. I'll tell you exactly how far. Oh, yeah. This is Narrow Gauge Brewing Company. So it is it is 1,100 miles from me. 16 hours and 45 minutes. I feel like it's going to be closer to me because it's on like the eastern tip of Missouri. It's if it 11 was in, like, hours and three minutes for me. Yeah, it's a St. Louis suburb. If it was if it was Kansas City, it'd probably be closer to Obert. But how far is it from Obert? It's 26 hours from me. How many miles though? 1,703. Ooh, okay. 712 for me. 11 so hours. So Chris, three minutes. it looks like you're doing a road trip. So Chris could drive there and back and have a full extra tank of gas. With how compared to me driving there, <laughs> or or me, I mean, he's got three hundred miles or four hundred miles on me. Right. Yeah. Take that. Yay, South. Anyway, this has been our our geography lesson for the pod. Right. Um, we try to have one each episode. Yeah, that's always. right. Next is imagination, the one that I brought on the podcast today. They talk a little bit about their community center, um, and they. They say how they, vacationidea.com rated them the best brewery in Montana. Um, and they talk about that being the, the hazy king of big sky country. But we've talked about them enough. Let's move on to the next one on the list, which is Levante Brewing Company out of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Oh, I've had that stuff. Thank I've you. heard of them. Yeah. Sip on what? L. That's what, that's like her favorite her favorite brewery. Wow. And she, yeah. she sent me some stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty good beer. They have... Um, Juice bombs called Tickle Parts, Citra Drink, and South Pacific Hop Cartel. I think, Chris, didn't you bring one of the Levantes on the podcast? I did, uh, but that was the Oreo beer. It was like double stuff or something. I don't remember now, but it was uh, that was the Oreo. It was a stout, though. But uh, she sent okay. me a few other ones. She sent me a Pilsner, I believe, and an IPA, and they were they were all very good. You got it. Sounds like you got to try this Citra Drink. It looks very delicious. But apparently, they defeated. Tired hands and other half in a blind taste test by Hop Culture. So Damn. that's something. L, that's if something you're listening right. and you can get those beers, there are three th- thirsty co-hosts that need them. Yeah, right. Yeah, L. I mean, I'm not that far away, and I we can we can definitely swap some heavy hitter brewing or brews together. Next on the list is Old Nation Brewing Company from Williamston, Michigan. So I've had this. I've had this brewery. This is the one that does M43 out of Michigan, and they also do Boss Tweed. Those are the two beers that I that I wanted from uh, Jenna, but now they're available in Connecticut, anyways. Oh no way! Yeah, those are the two that are on this list: M forty three, Boss Tweed, and Cart Horse. So are, M- uh, they're haze bombs. M forty three is the beer I think I've talked about on the podcast. That every time I go through the Detroit airport, I stop at Cat Cora's restaurant and I get the uh, grilled chicken salad and I get an M forty three for lunch. Though that's my go to meal when I'm in the in the Detroit airport and I have enough time to sit down to eat something. It sounds like he got a good routine figured out. It the M forty three beer was when I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan for a friend's wedding. That was my takeaway for the best beer that I had while I was there. On top of the fact that if I lived in Grand Rapids, I would never leave Founders Tap Room. <laughs> would you say it was good enough to make the rising stars of the hazy APA scene? I think it's really good. I don't know. So does the article say that it won out against like Treehouse or other half? No, or... no. It just says it's one of the eleven breweries outside of New England making New England style IPAs in pace. So I would say, I would say yes, they are. Um, I wouldn't imagine that it would win in a blind taste test against other half or Treehouse or any of them. But they, it is a fantastic beer. Those at least the two I've had. Nice. And I think and I think Jenna gave me another one in the beer box that we uh traded um i'm not sure if i drink it or if it's still in my fridge if it's still in my fridge i will be drinking it soon yeah 
Yeah, that'd be great if you could bring that for our patrons. Ooh. Next time I do a patrons episode, if I still have it, consider it done. That'll be the one. Nice. All right. Next one is all right, next one uh, is Chris's backyard, resident culture brewing company out of this Charlotte, is that, North Carolina. This is that brewery that Chris that I wanted to go to so bad when I was in town. And it was too far out of the way because it's in Charlotte. It was too far yeah. out of the way for when you were driving me to the airport to bring us because we ran oh, out of time. Right, right, right. Okay. Next yeah, time I'm no. in town, we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love, I have, man, I miss breweries. I was telling Dana today, I was like, I'm itching to go to a brewery. I know it's not safe, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. I mean, NFL, CBA, but you know, I still miss breweries right now. I want to go so bad. Well, so this is so this will make you want to go to this place even more because this is what the article says. Why are Southern craft beer fans so excited about this little brewery? Probably because resident culture has seemingly mastered the art of the New England style juice bomb, and they're nowhere near New England. But honestly, after tasting their juiced up quenchers, like whatever, like whatever you feel, just dance it, thunder stud, and casual continuum, we totally get it. Forbes calls resident culture one of the nation's elite breweries. And craft beer and brewing named them a breakout brewery when they were less than two years old. They they have a beer called Thunder's Tud. Yeah, except the space is after the R and Thunder, and before the S and Stud. <laughs> Thunder's Tud. It's it's, it's like my beer. beer. It's your beer, Thunder's Tud. You gotta go. You gotta go for I, us, Chris. Oh, Listen. I wanted to go when I was in town. The guys who, if you guys all remember the, the, the conversation we had when I was in Charlotte, the guys who kidnapped me that night and took me to all the different breweries, they told me that Resident Culture was the place that we had to go to. Yeah, I guess. You, you did mention it just, it wasn't in the cards that weekend. We'll have to, you'll have to, you'll just have to come to Charlotte again. Oh, darn. Our, the next on our list is Modest Brewing Company from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and that's M-O-D-I-S-T, Modest says that these guys are always running out of beer and they can't keep up with demand. Um, they, their pillowy soft brews like Dreamyard and False Pattern rarely stray more than 25 miles from the tap room. So they are one of the best breweries in Minneapolis and one of the most innovative breweries. Awesome. Yeah, I never heard of them, but sounds good. Next on our list is Drecker Brewing Company out of Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, I've heard of that too. I have never heard of that. Really? Oh, man. Another friend of the podcast. Instagram friend of the podcast. X that darn cat. Uh, that's like her favorite uh, a brewery. She she posts about it all the time. Uh, she, you know, she loves it, et cetera, et cetera. So we probably, I mean, we probably have a hookup there if we wanted to get some Drecker stuff. Well, X um, that darn cat. I mean, yeah, she, I'm she, here. She speaks very highly of it. Yeah. Uh, it says they have a, a bunch of medals from the Best of Craft Beer Awards. And the U.S. Open Beer Championship. But Hayesheads from all over the Midwest trek four plus hours to be one of the first in line on release days. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Fargo, again, North, North Dakota, it's only probably like, you know, 18 hours, 15 hours from me. So. so so wait. So going back to this, Ober, do you think you're closer to this Drecker Brewing Company than I am? I think I'm, I think I'm about 100 miles closer is my guess. All right. I am... 1,544 miles away. Well, okay, so you're significantly further than me. I'm only 948 miles. Oh. And fun fact, Tud, you're actually further away than I am. I'm 1,367. Well, I do have to go you're around... further the, west, yeah. I, I have to go around the Great Lakes. I mean, I have to go down and then back up. 
Mm. You know what you got to get? One of those Boston duck boats. Oh, yes. That's how you That's how you cut, cut your time across. in half. Just, just one line straight. Some so, people would go for the plane option. Chris goes for the amphibious vehicle option. <laughs> so, Ober, I would, I'm actually going to guess here that Modest Brewing Company in Minneapolis is a halfway point for you and I to meet if we ever wanted to meet halfway between where we lived. Yeah, Minneapolis is is pretty close. I mean, it's like, it's thir- it's thirteen twelve for me. Miles. Yeah. Yeah, pretty close. It's eleven seventy eight for me. Perfect. We have a halfway point to meet up now. Yeah. We we'll drive all the way there and get a beer to turn around and go home. Yeah, it sounds like a good plan. What are you doing uh, this weekend? I'm gonna apparently gonna drive to Modest Brewing Company. Yeah, there we go. So we'll have eighteen hours to drive there, and then we'll have. Six hours to hang out, and then we'll drive back the 18 hours. There you go. Get back to work on Monday. Perfect plan. Wait, it's 18 hours for you guys? Yeah. It's 18 hours for me. No way. How many miles is it? 11.35. It's base. It really is the halfway point. 60 miles closer, yeah. Damn. Yeah, well, it's 17.45, you know, but still. I have to drive 200 more miles than both of you guys, which kind of sucks. Yeah, plus tolls. You got tolls. We don't have any of those out here. First ever live show. Tricolor with friends, modest brewing company. They don't even know it yet. We've we've done other live shows. No, again, in person, live, live meaning in front of a live studio audience. Ah, well, we had Dan that one time and Brad. No, we've done in person shows, but we haven't done shows where we're on a stage and people are watching us do podcasts. That's true. All right, so yeah, so we'll plan to do that from Modest Brewing Company at some point. Yeah, there you go. After coronavirus, right? Modest Brewing Company, right in. Moving on. Next on the list is the Evergreen Brewing Company from Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Never heard of them. Nope. Not me neither. Hop Culture called them one of the top 10 breweries to watch in 2020. I don't even know where Camp Hill, Pennsylvania is. It is right outside of Harrisburg. Okay. That's the capital, right? I don't know why. That's Philadelphia is not the capital? Second. No. Philadelphia is the cheesesteak capital of the world. <laughs> Maybe that's what you're confusing. <laughs> it's well, it's, it's funny that that if so, if Harrisburg is the capital of Pennsylvania and and not Philly, but Philly used to be the capital of the United States, right? Well, they still have the cheese the cheesesteak thing, so <laughs> right. It's just so weird. All right, they could be they could they they could be they were they were forced with a dilemma. They came to him and was like, "You could either be the capital of the United States." Or the cheesesteak capital of the United States. <laughs> and they chose cheesesteak. <laughs> there was a vote. They chose cheesesteak. That was in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be the weirdest, that might be the weirdest, like, state fact ever that Philadelphia is not the capital of Pennsylvania. I think there's weirder state facts. Yeah, probably. Listeners, write in. Anyway, I think the weirdest state fact is that Ohio is the only state that doesn't have any of the letters of the word mackerel in it. But moving on, <laughs> this one, this one's a shout out to Jordan Mumford Brewing out of Los Angeles. California. I've had that. Yeah. They have hazies called Butterfly Scratch, One by Air and Air Quotes. I didn't, haven't had any of those. What have you guys tried from them? I think, didn't we get beer from them from the, uh, that guy who was trying to complete drinking beer from all 50 states? If so, that would have been all you. So I remember drinking it and saying, oh, it's like Mumford and Sons. Oh, right. Yes. I had to look it up on Untapped. I had the Welcome to Town. I actually had it on the podcast. That was the LeBron James that's, beer. That's the one that I've had. Yep. Yeah. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. Actually, I did the, too. 
the global enjoys it quite a bit. I, I gave it a four two five. I gave it a four. Um, so but it was it was very good, and it tasted like victory and championship rings because that's what LeBron's all about. <laughs> you can really taste the the metal in the, <laughs> in the beer because because that, that's worked out so far for him in LA. So to round out the list, the, well, listen, the evil Celtics had to release coronavirus to. That's to, right. To Talk about dethrone. conspiracy theories. This is this is where it really came from. Well, we can go we can go through conspiracy theories if you want. I'm good at those. The NFL CBA got signed just to derail LeBron James. Exactly. So to round out the list, um, the last one on here is the closest brewery to me, other than imagination. Um, Structures Brewing out of Bellingham, Washington. Um, Seattle might be the place to be, but craft fans know if you really want a taste of Washington's award-winning beer scene, you have to head north to Bellingham. Only five years on the scene, they're already making a huge splash thanks to epic hopped haze juice juice bombs like Fuzz, Juice on Juice, and City of Solace. Uh, they have a picture of a four-pack of City of Solace on the this list that looks like a pretty sweet, badass can of beer. It has very much the same art style that Burial does, where it's like a skeleton with crazy horns and stuff. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. It looks it looks delicious. I got really excited because I went to their website and it said shipping details, and I was like, "Oh, I get their beer shipped to me." Nope, for Washington only. Yeah, I see a lot of I see a lot of that all over. Where I'm like, "Oh yeah, delivery." And I'm like, "Oh, you mean you won't deliver here? That's too bad." So that's it. Those are the ten rising brewery stars on the hazy IPA scene. You, you know, we like lists on this podcast, right? We're a big fan. We like reading lists and sharing them with the audience. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It makes I don't know. I and I think we also like scrutinizing lists when we can, but this was a good one. I mean, it's a lot of breweries I've never well, some I've heard of, some I haven't. And, you know, we're all haze boys, like we said earlier. So um, you know, right up right up our alley. So I'm gonna send an impassioned plea to any of our listeners that live near any of these breweries, whether you live near Florissant, Missouri, or even Charlotte, North Carolina, please <laughs> <laughs> find a severe uh and if you get me any of these breweries i will drink them on episode 99 uh and i'll, I'll shout you out if you if you give me one of these breweries i'll drink it on episode 100 i'll drink them you know what? if i get multiples i'll drink them all on episode 100 send them on oh, over god well i do have a i do have another can from imagination so oh snap that's I'm gonna, one i'm gonna i'm gonna send them like 18 that's one yeah, it Only does like seem weird that ago. none of these are from New England, though, doesn't it? it? You know, I was thinking that, too. Wasn't the list, like, the best hazy IPAs outside of the Northeast? No, it's 10 rising ten rising brewery stars on the hazy IPA scene. And it's not that, that aren't from New England. It, no, nothing in here says New England. Well, then those There's people are There's a few of them that said, hey, these guys make a great New England IPA, but they're not from New England. But Yeah, right. well, then they're... Then they're you know, I, I thought this entire thing was hazy IPAs that weren't from that rising stars that weren't from New England that did the hazy IPA style. That would be and a so, much more cumbersome title for the article, I think. Well, that's I mean, that's basically <laughs> exactly what it is, because you can't count out anything in New England because it's our damn style. Well, but maybe I mean, they're not rising. Maybe it, that's, that's the problem. Right. That's the whole. Maybe problem. they've already risen. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that might be the case. I mean, we we have East northeast biased anyway like yeah it's good to get some other breweries on this podcast that we are from our respective areas right so. yeah absolutely having new breweries is always good and so with that let's bang that gong and it's time 
for our three handles on our frosty mug of wisdom. Where there we it is. give you advice, products we like, TV shows, things we would rate five stars, things we would rate a hundred stars. To start it off this week, Chris, why don't you grab that first that first handle? So Gra- many. Grab the handle, smash it into our gong, and then tell <laughs> us what you're gonna put in this this mug. All right. Thank you, thank you, gong gong man. Yeah. <laughs> We had to hire a gong man, an official gong man. Well, if you're going to pay the money to get a gong guy and you're going to get the gong, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. You got to pay for You got to get your money's worth. Oh. Uh, so, recently, uh Dana and I bought CJ his first big boy bed. So, he's sleeping in a in a in an actual bed now, not in a crib. And um but what I want to put over is a company called Rooms to Go. I don't know if you guys have, have you guys seen these guys before. Never heard. No, no. It might. It might be like a southeast thing. Do they make rooms to go? What's that? Do they make rooms to go? Sort of. Um, But it's a company that is like based. It's a furniture company, and it's kind of like a. For those of you northeasterners, it's kind of like a Bob's, like discount furniture, um, where you get. It's it's relatively inexpensive. Uh, They do delivery relatively cheap. And um, they deliver things like straight to your door. And if you pay extra, they'll set it up for you. But even so, I set, I set it up by myself and it was not incredibly hard. Um, but we got him a, a full bedroom set, including a dresser drawer and nightstand and things like that. And it was relatively inexpensive. And when it got here, it was much higher quality than I expected. Like pretty high quality stuff. Now, Chris... I don't mean to sound condescending, but what do you know about furniture quality? That's also true. <laughs> I know I know a decent amount about furniture quality. As we no, discussed, you know about ch- you know about chairs. Uh, as we discussed, I do work for the chair smithy, and uh, you know a very high end chair smithy, I should say. You and, work for uh, Rooms to Go? No, I do not work for Rooms to Go. So you're so you're promoting a competitor here. I I am, and I you know it's because I looked over there and there were boxes from rooms to go, and I was like that that's good if you need. If it, uh, there's places. the three <laughs> things in this world that Chris knows: it's beer, it's Pokemon, and it's furniture. <laughs> <laughs> How to be a loving father? No, <laughs> nope. that's a Just close three. fourth. Close four. <laughs> we talk a lot more about the other three on this podcast. Absolutely. Um, but no, it's I do not work for Rooms to Go. But uh, I will say I was I was pleasantly surprised because I've I've had things from Bob's and Bob's not to knock on Bob's. Bob's is very cheap. It just feels cheap. Um, but this is solid. Like, let me confirm that as somebody who owns Bob's couches, they are very cheap. <laughs> okay, um, but like this stuff is is really well put together. The woods, it, there's it. I don't know. It's it's very good quality stuff. So if you're looking if you're looking for a new bedroom set or something along those lines, but don't want to spend a ton of money, you should check out Rooms to Go, and and they deliver to your area. That I can't promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways, that's my handle. And who wants the next one? I'll go. It's a, the Gong again. Thank you, thank you, Gong guy. <laughs> oh, you really can't get enough of that gong. Oh my gosh. My handle this week is actually something it's it's a more of an announcement handle than anything else. This announcement came out this week from 
Lawson's Finest Liquids, they are releasing a brand new beer called Little Sip. Ooh, Session Sip? Well, no. It's a single version of Sip of Sunshine. Oh. So they already have like a a, a Session IPA, which is called um, Super Session. But this one is like a single IPA version of Sip of Sunshine. So it's 6.2% ABV. But apparently for the first like couple months, it'll be Vermont only. I'm kind of upset, but I did want to announce it on the podcast because I, I've, I mean, I've met Sean Lawson in the past. He's a really great guy. I'm sure that if he knew that we had a podcast, if I went up and talked to him again, that he would obviously be the world's biggest fan um, if he's not already. So Sean, uh, write in, obviously. I know people like Sip of Sunshine. Uh, Lawson doesn't get a lot of credit for being one of the people who really drove home the uh, the beer craze that we now all exist in. For me, it was my original, like, like super obsession for craft beer. So when I saw that they were coming out with a new beer, I wanted to obviously bring it to the podcast and and share my excitement. And once I find it, I will obviously bring it to the podcast and review it. Yeah, you haven't had too many Lawson's beers on. I guess they don't really have that many. They they have a few. Um, they, you know they've got Hopzilla and they've got Sugar House and they've got one other one that I'm drawing a blank on. Um, besides Sip of Sunshine, obviously. What's the orange and, can? Well, that's double sunshine. So I guess they've got two more because I'm, I'm, I'm draw. There's, there's like a purple can that I can't remember the name of. I should probably bring, bring them more to the podcast. They are one of my favorite breweries. Um, yeah, but I'm just super excited that there's going to be a little sip, even though it's only six point, even though it's still, well, even though it's still six point two percent ABV. It's not, you know, eight percent ABV like sip of sunshine is. Right. More approachable. Slightly. <laughs> this is your father's sip of sunshine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely, I, I mean, Lawson's is awesome, obviously. Uh, and I, one of my most vivid memories of Lawson's is at your, at your house before the rising pint. I, it was all of us. After. It was, well, we had one before, it was before. too. We pre-gamed. We, we pre-gamed, pre-gamed like a, three of them. Yeah. We pre-gamed a brew fest and then went to the brew fest and went home, ordered pizza. And <laughs> it was, it was a great time. It was so, and then we had more. It was, it was great. It was a great time. So that's like one of my most, my most beloved Lawson's memories is that one. Pre-gaming. A, a lot of my fest. most cherished memories of my co-hosts involve us drinking a lot of beers. Yeah, yes, very true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great brewfest, though. It is. Uh, so with that, I'm going to hand the, the mug off to Obert and uh, Gong Guy. Take it away. Right. So this is, I think this is a pretty classic handle here. You know, this is, I think the epitome of our handles are like, you know, internet streaming shows in one thing. And the other one is like niche Amazon products that you didn't know you needed until you get it. This is category number two for me. Um, I bought this weekend a magnetic closing screen door. So it's like a mesh hanging door, screen door that has a magnet seal in the middle. Ooh. So, yeah. So I bought it because I have a dog. I have Popcorn, who's currently asleep out on the deck. But uh, all the time, she's scratching to come in, scratching to come out on the deck. Well, with this magnetic door, she can come in and out whenever she wants, as long as I have the door, the you know, the glass door open, and it keeps the bugs out. Um, it's not as tightly sealed as a screen door is... Like a, like a sliding screen door. But if you live in an area without a ton of bugs and you have a toddler or a dog that likes to go in and out, in and out all the time, 
Um, or if you like me, you know, you like to go, you like to leave the door open when you're grilling so you can walk in and out and check on the food with a plate full of uh, food without having to open the door. This is the perfect product. And, um, you know, I'll link the one I bought. It's kind of cheap. I wish I had bought a nicer one because this just has like adhesive sticky things that Velcro on um, to your door frame. But, you know, it's serving my needs quite well right now. Um, and I'm like, this is perfect. I, like I said, I didn't even know I needed this until I got it. And now I leave the door open all the time and my dog stops annoying me. So it's great. Now, what other parts of the country do you know that don't have a lot of bugs? Um, you know, Arizona, not a lot of bugs there. Okay. I did not know that. Well, I don't know. Anywhere, anywhere in a desert, I think. Low humidity, not a lot of flying bugs. Mm. Crawly ones, maybe there might be more. I don't know. Maybe more poisonous crawly ones, unless it's the ones that fly in your house for your food. But yeah, I can say we used to have one of these at my dad's house um, that we didn't leave the door open all the time. But on right. nice on nice days, we would leave it open. Um, it, was, it was pretty cool, pretty cool. So I can I can back that handle up. Back that there handle we go. up. Well, our mug is full. What are we gonna do now, Todd? I think that the gong guy has to go one more time. I think this is number six for those of you counting along at home. (laughs) (laughs) And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, We'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first with thanking Maine Beer Company for their thank you 2020, not really, IPA. (laughs) I'd like to thank Catawba Brewing Company for their Lemon Ginger Zombie White Ale. And I'm going to thank Imagination Brewing for the collective effervescence. Please make sure you are heading over to all social medias and following us um, at the AWF Podcast. That's Facebook, Twitter, Untapped. And um, make sure you're heading over to Discord and uh, also joining that too. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're sending us your thoughts, your tips, life hacks. If you have handle ideas, send those. Um, if you have oh, beers, we, we should try to send those. Chris, Chris wants your handle ideas. 100%. If you would like to, um, you know, start a beer trade you know either send us a uh, email or send us a message on instagram um i know tud doesn't really like to do beer trades and neither does tud so um obviously reach out to chris and obert he wants to trade beer with you um you guys don't want to fight back i think they know i think they know also obert edits so he can just yeah there we go <laughs> just say, that's that's t that's tud o-b-e-r-t <laughs> 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 or or you could just switch it up where it's like Chris and Chris and Obert like to do beer trades. Tud does not. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um please make sure you're heading over to uh iTunes leaving us a five star rating and comments. Also make sure that uh you're subscribing to us. I if you're hearing the sound of my voice, I'm assuming you are subscribed, but Maybe might as well toss that Uber. out there. That's Ooh, also true. That's true. If your Uber's listening to this, you know what? If your Uber is listening to this, I want you to pick up your phone right now. Listen to my voice. Send a message to dawfpodcast at gmail.com saying that you heard us in an Uber and that you subscribed because of this. And I'll be super Ooh, happy. That'd be cool. The timing. Um, the timing also, tip your be. Uber drivers, folks. Yeah. Always tip your Uber drivers. We got you, Uber All, guy. It's, and finally, uh, you know, please, please be safe. And with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert, and remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. We gotta figure out how to get our podcast into Uber's next week. It just broadcasts for the two Uber. Yeah, we have a podcast, the official podcast. Ah, I didn't just say it happens. It's worked so far.
I think we need to get 